Hello, kings and queens, and welcome to the Dr. D Effect podcast. I'm your host, Adila Dr. D Whitaker, and welcome to a safe and supportive space where the effect is an empowered mind, body, and soul. Here at the Dr. D Effect podcast, we will be talking about everything from mental health, relationships, intimacy, sex, politics, you name it, we're going to talk about it here. And I'm going to give you guys some keys to success, which are the tips, tools, and tricks that you can use to be your most unstoppable self. So go ahead, grab a pen and paper and get ready while I occupy that space between your ears. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Dr. D Effect podcast. It's your girl, Dr. D, coming in for another week of facts, tips, and life lessons. All right, y'all. So today we are going to talk about starting over. Yes, it's turning around for me. All of that. So we are going to talk about starting back at one, y'all. So, um, a little bit of background about why I came up with this topic for this week. I've been having several conversations with clients, colleagues, and friends about getting to a certain place in your life and then trying to figure out how to put the pieces together to manifest the life that you maybe had in mind when you were younger, or maybe the life that you want going forward that it, and it doesn't really seem like you're on track to get there now. And I hear it so often, especially from women of color, you know, when we get to a certain place in a certain caliber, it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm too, it's too late to, to go back to school. It's too late to start a family. You know, I'm, I'm too old. I've been doing this for too long. I don't have the time to, you know, um, take on anything else. And I think that that is imposed pressure that we put on ourselves and that society puts on us that, you know, we don't ever get to press that reset button and I call bullshit because I feel like you know life like I, I you know y'all probably heard me say it before life is to be lived I don't think there's any cookie cutter way to go about living your life and there's no you know um preset a determination for what you're supposed to be doing there's the only person that has the final say in your life is God if you believe in that and you know your life is already written out for him by him. So I don't see that. I don't see anything wrong with exploring your heart's desire at whatever age stage or, um, place you are in your life. So if you, if your kids are grown and you're empty nesting and you decide that maybe you want to retire from your current career and you want to go back to school and do something else, why the hell not? Right? Like you're still, you're still living, I feel like we learn things every single day until the day that we die. So why not go back to school or, you know, go back into another career? Um, In my master's program, I think I was the youngest person in my master's program. I was 23 at the time. And I had women as experienced as in their 50s coming back to school to get their master's degree. And then went on from there to get their doctorate. And these women, I mean, badass women, right? Smart, intelligent sexy, you know, their kids were in school or out of school and what have you. And they were living their lives for themselves, kicking asses and taking names. And that I think was something, you know, amazing for me to see that, you know, no matter what, we can always 
go after whatever it is that makes us happy. And so I wanted to bring that to you all this week to encourage you and motivate you to stand in your truth, stand in your power and be the true facilitator of your life and your happiness and bring, you know, bring about the the lifestyle that you envision for yourself and for your family ultimately. So you might be thinking to yourself, yeah, okay, Dr. D, all that sounds good and things, but you know, I'm over here making X, Y, and Z amount of money, or my bills come every single month on time, okay? I can't just be starting over and going back to those uh, broken college student days. Trust me, <laughs> I feel you, because when I tell you I was po 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 when I was in my master's program, so I get it. Um, but like I said, you know, I think, like I said, um, li- life can be funny sometimes with um, providing for you what you need while you're going through your season of growth. Um, I, I, I've seen it for myself firsthand. My sister, who is a, who is a successful traveling nurse, she um, is a testament to, you know, pressing that reset button and, and leveling up in a big way. And I, I, you know, I know so many other women and men who have been able to, you know, get out of their own way and be, and facilitate their happiness and they're better for it. So I am here in your ears saying, do it, do it, do it. I believe in you. I see you and I feel like you're valuable and whatever it is that you want to do, it's worth it. Your happiness is worth it. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump on into this, into these keys for success this week. So the first key for starting back at one is one, recognize your growth. And give yourself credit for all that you've achieved thus far in life. You were badass. You've, you know, you've made a career for yourself. You're self-sufficient. You're independent. Your bills is paid on time. Hallelujah. You have food in your mouth and the mouth of the people that you take care of, right? You, all of your needs are met and a lot of your wants. So give yourself credit and acknowledgement for everything that you've achieved thus far in your life. Because you did that. Hey, hey. Snaps for you, okay? Also, you want to acknowledge that without your past experiences, you would not be able to make the decision that you're making now to make a shift in your life, right? So had you not gone through what you've gone through, whether it be shitty bosses, you know, um, cultivating work experiences, you know, meeting the friendship or colleague circles that you're in now and networking, had you not gone through that, you would not have been able to get to this place of enlightenment to say, hey, this path that I'm walking on is no longer serving me. It's time to readjust. So congratulations to you for blazing the trail that you're currently on and and being able to acknowledge that, hey, something needs to shift. So that's your first key to success this week. And starting back at one is to recognize your growth. Key to success number two, stay in your lane. Now, This applies to living life, to manifesting your goals, to driving on the motherfucking highway, okay? Stay in your lane. Don't use your blinkers trying to get over in front of other people. Why? Because you got to run your own race. Don't compare other people. Don't compare your life and your success and your accolades to that of other people because they doing their shit. You got to do your own shit. Right. So run your race, stay in your lane, 
and keep your eye on your prize because what's for you is going to be for you. What's for Vanessa is going to be for Vanessa. What's for um, Samantha going to be for Samantha. What's for Dr. D going to be for Dr. D. But you can't get what you're supposed to get if you're trying to get everybody else's shit too. So just walk your lane. Stay in your lane. It don't matter if you're 45 going back to college. It don't matter if you're in your late 30s just now getting married and starting a family. It don't matter if you're in your 50s and you going to college and your kids going to college too. So what? And good for you. And thank God that you have the the means and the, and the wherewithal to be able to do those things. Hallelujah. Right? So stay in your lane. Don't compare your success and your blessings to other people because that, that's your stuff. That's your, that's your life. That's your destiny. That's your testimony. Key to success number three, reset and replan. This is the time right now to readjust. So sit down and look, you know, realistically at what you will be able to do to um, manifest this new career or life change that you want and try to figure out, okay, how can I make my adult responsibilities fit into this new lifestyle choice that I'm going to make so that you can realistically know how much you can bite off at a time. Maybe, you know, if you want to start your own business, maybe you can't completely quit your nine to five. Maybe you have to use your nine to five as your investment into your entrepreneurial venture until your until your business can sustain itself and then you can completely leave your job. It would be great, of course, you know, to completely quit your nine to five and put all of your time and attention into your entrepreneurial venture. But unfortunately, you know, like we said before, life is still life. We are all out, we are all out here adulting, right? And the bills come every month on the first like <laughs> clockwork. So Look at your life, look at your responsibilities and see how you can re, um, adjust everything to fit your adult lifestyle. So that's what you're going to do in this third step is reset and replan and see how your reality can match your manifestation. Key to success number four, free your mind. I'm singing on this episode, y'all. I'm in a good space. <laughs> So key to success number four is don't make agreements with doubts or naysayers. Anybody that's not telling you, yes, bitch, I'm on your, I'm on your team, what you need. I'm babysitting. If you need me to babysit, I'm praying for you. I'm here for you. Let me help you out with, with trying to get your books together. You know, even if it's just a listening ear, if people aren't rooting for you, they're not on your team. It ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. You hear me? Because all you need around you is positivity, uplifting, and the people who going to keep it 1,000% real with you. You don't need negativity and naysayers and people who are going to continuously doubt your vision, right? Of course, you want people who going to, you know, keep it 1,000 and be honest with you. But it's like, damn, why you got to run on my parade, right? Like, if you see me trying to better myself and I'm having realistic objectives and I'm not living in la-la land, like, let a bitch live and go ahead and, and give me some props and give me some um, some motivation and some some encouragement. Keep your negative shit over there because I don't need it. So free your mind, free your space of negativity and um, people who are going to doubt you and combat your um, your positive outlook for what you're, for what you're trying to make your reality. All right, key to success number five: don't apologize. Now, that means no matter how long it took you to get to this point in your life, you know who did that? You did that shit. 
and you don't owe anybody an explanation or an apology for the route you took to get to where you are. Because where you are now is exactly where you were supposed to be. This is where you're supposed to be in your life when it, when it clicked to you that things needed to be changed. Maybe you were working at that job because you were supposed to be saving up your money so that you can make that investment to be a chef. Or maybe you were there because you were supposed to be able to make that investment so that you can go back to school. Maybe you needed to be there so that you can meet the person who was going to write you that amazing recommendation letter to get that new promotion or to get that um, new house that you wanted to get. Whatever it is, the steps that you took in your path, those are the steps that you were destined to make because that was the path that you were supposed to take to get to your greatness. You've realized it, congratulations, and don't apologize to anybody, not even to yourself, for taking the steps that you took to get to where you are in your life. You are supposed to, where, exactly like I said, exactly where you are right now is where you are meant to be, and there's nothing but up from here for you, girlfriend. So keep, you know, keep rising, keep manifesting, keep speaking life, love, and positivity over your life, and what is supposed to be for you will be i guarantee it so that was key to success number five don't apologize yes i don't know about y'all but that spoke to my spirit for real for real for real because like i said you know i I think we're so hard on ourselves when we put ourselves into these boxes of we have to have this done by this time and yes, I'm guilty of that too. And if any, if, if y'all know me personally, y'all know that I said I was going to have PhD by 30. I was going to be married. I was going to be making this much money. going to have this many kids live in this house. All that pressure and stress ain't giving me nothing but some wrinkles and some gray hairs in the name of Jesus. Okay. And I had to take a step back and realize that, you know, some of that shit is outside of my control. And I, and once I did that, I was able to be happy in the space that I was in. And I was actually able to create a realistic happiness and destiny for me. So all of that to say that, you know, you're in control of your future. You're in control of your happiness and your destiny. So utilize these keys to success and implement them to get the life that you want and start back at one girlfriend. It's time. All right, let's get into this week's message. Message, message, message. Okay, I know that's right. Okay, honey, because that's my nerves. All right, you guys. So this week's message comes from a young listener and it reads as follows. I am just 23 and I've given up on life. I don't feel anything. I don't feel like doing anything. The essence, the fun, the charm is missing in life. What should I do? Okay. So I want to preference this by saying, preference, preface, preface this? My um, English and grammar majors out there, y'all let me know. I feel like I'm saying the word wrong. But I want to preface this by saying, yes, I have a background in mental health therapy. Um but this is not therapy, so I am not providing therapy in this moment. I am giving general advice that may or may not be applied, but if you are having an emergency or mental health crisis and you feel like you need to seek a traditional therapy, you need to call your therapist, psychiatrist, or dial 911, okay? I want to preface by saying that. So, 
back to the question. 23 years old, giving up on life, feeling kind of mundane about how things are going, and you don't know what to do. No judgment, right? Because I feel like we've all had our own bouts with depression. I know I have. My hand is raised. I've been there. But I feel like at 23, that's such a young age. You're still like in your, you know, figuring it out stage. Like I said, I was 23 when I entered my master's program. Did not know my ass from a hole in the ground. <laughs> okay. But um, I just feel like maybe you're putting too much pressure on yourself to experience something. I think that, you know, maybe you should take a step back from whatever it is that's giving you stress and figure, it, figure out what actually makes you happy. Because maybe you're going through life and you're doing things that are, you know, that you feel obligated to do or that you feel like, you know, your parents want you to do. Because 23, when you really think about it, 23 is not that old, right? Like most of us graduated high school at 18. So you've only been on your own for a handful of years. What, 18, 19, 21, 22, 23? Yes, haha, look, handful, five years, literally. You've been on your own for just five years. Like when, I mean, you went from having to raise your hand to go to the bathroom in high school to now everyone's saying, hey, what are you gonna do with your life? How are you gonna, how are you gonna support yourself? You have to get out of your parents' house and you have to take care of yourself. Like that, those are huge changes, to, you know, to undergo in such a short amount of time. So I think you need to be realistic with yourself and, and do an emotional and mental check-in and say, hey, bitch, you all right? You need a hug? You need, you need to spend some time with some people who care about you, who want to love on you? Do that. And I would also say, you know, reach out to your friends and see, you know, how... And, and let them know how they can be present for you and how they can show up for you in this time because it sounds like what you need is just to get back in touch with yourself and what makes you happy and what makes you tick as an individual. And then you can go and manifest manifest that in other spaces. I will, um, you know, people know that I, you know, I made a career change. I realized that, you know, I wanted to do something different in the realm of mental health. And I had to come to terms with that on my own. Nobody else could give that to me because I had gotten to a place where I was no longer feeling joy and things that used to give me joy, but I had to check in with myself first. And so that's the advice that I'm giving you is to take a moment and check in with yourself and see what, what makes you tick, what makes you happy. I know you're probably saying, Dr. D, I said nothing. Nothing makes me happy. I don't feel anything. I think that maybe you've gone so long you know, through this robotic motion of just doing what you have to do, that you've lost, that you've become numb, right? That you've become desensitized to life. And that's why I'm encouraging you to do something different. If you're on social media all the time, give yourself a social media break. If, you know, think about things that used to give you joy. If if ever there was a time where, you know, you enjoyed reading or you enjoyed going for walks or hikes or you enjoy shopping, try to revisit those things that you remember that used to give you joy and, and do them uninterrupted and do them wholly and completely. Don't be on your phone the whole time that you're engaging in these, in these activities. Do them wholly and completely and maybe even um, journal about them. 
afterwards so that you can relive the experiences and remind yourself why or what about them in particular gave you joy. If it's shopping, you know, when you go shopping, you know, by yourself and then you go home and you journal about it and you write, write down about, you know, how finding that those pair of shoes on sale that were the last pair in your size, you know, really lit you up and made you feel, you know, important or special. Journal, write those things down and that way you're able to relive and revisit those memorable experiences and hold on to that. Because maybe, you know, that'll spark something in you to show you how else you can, um, how else you can delegate your time so that you're making sure that there's enjoyable moments throughout your day. So that's my advice to you is to, um, like I said, take a look at your life, figure out what things used to give you joy and try to revisit those, journal about them to relive the experiences, and then also surround yourself with other like-minded people who can encourage, love on, and support you and help guide you in the right direction to give you some enjoyment. Um, I hope that that helps. I am sending you love, light, and positivity. And here is hopes that things do start to manifest in positivity for you. Because like I said, 23 is, um, yes, you you know, you've lived some life and you've started to do some adult things. Um, but I think it's still very early that you've been, uh, or that most of us have been out on our own at, the, at that age. And I think there's a lot of pressure that society puts on us to have everything quote unquote, all the way together at 23, but it's still early. You're still, um, you know, trying to figure out who you are and what you like and what you want to do with yourself. So give yourself some time, give yourself some grace. And I promise you everything will, um, work itself out in due time. And, um, at the very least find yourself a qualified and competent, um, mental health therapists who can help support you emotionally and mentally through this transitional period because you might just be going through a battle depression and there's nothing wrong with that everyone has been there like I said I have had my own bouts of depression it comes and goes depending on the situation and I'm not ashamed of that sometimes I have to call my therapist and work through my own shit we all do nobody is perfect so um, find the people who can love on you and get you a therapist, honey. Especially like right now, I think all like insurance plans are paying for therapists and they have different therapist um, apps. Like they have the, oh my God, the name escapes me. I think it's like BetterHelp or something that you can like actually te text a therapist or talk space, something like that. So um, Google is a good friend. <laughs> so um, like I said, therapy, journaling, revisiting things that give you joy, that should be helpful. Sending you love, light, and positivity, chick or guy. I hope it all works out for you. Love ya. Mwah. All right, y'all. So that wraps up this week's message. Again, those keys to success for starting back at one are one, recognize your growth. Two, stay in your lane. Three, reset and replan. Four, Free your mind. And five, don't apologize. 
y'all. I hope I, you know, was able to give y'all some nuggets, some tips, some tricks that you can implement into your life to starting over, whether that's opening your own business, going back to school, starting that family, whatever it is that you need to do to manifest in your life to make you feel whole. I hope that you're able to do it wholeheartedly, unapologetically, and unequivocally. I love y'all. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Peace.